Welcome into the Pursuit of Manliness podcast, where we are vigorously equipping men to pursue biblical manliness. My name is Jarrett Samuels. I'm the host of the podcast. I want to thank you, as always, for checking out today's show. If you're listening to this podcast, uh, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you're grabbing your podcast, thank you for doing that. Would you click subscribe? That way you're always notified when there's new Pursuit of Manliness audio content. And if you're watching this on YouTube, again, I want to encourage you to click subscribe. That way when there's new video content, uh, you are notified of that as well. Today I'm going to talk to a friend of mine, Doug Cole. He's the creator of Sword Brothers and also a member in this current session of Tribe. Uh, Doug is an incredible man of God. He has an unbelievable heart to challenge and equip men. And I just believe you'll really be encouraged by this conversation. If you would, make sure you go to Sword Brothers Close Facebook group. Uh, click the join button. Make sure you get, get to be a part of that. On a regular basis, Doug is putting out um, opportunities for men to have uh, dialogue and to grow and challenge one another. And it's all anchored in the Word of God. So men, it's time for today's show. Man, at this time, I want to welcome... Doug Cole to the Pursuit of Manliness podcast. Doug, thanks for taking time and being on the show today. Thanks for having me, man. Doug, would you uh, just get us started by you kind of introducing yourself, who you are, uh, what you're about, and, and we'll, we'll dive right in. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm Doug Cole. Um, <clears throat> I'm just a guy, you know, who, who loves Jesus Christ. Um, the uh, the 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 reason that you know you and I have gotten together here is is basically through the pursuit of manliness podcast and stuff that you started, and I became a fan of that just because of the content that you had and just the you know the mandate the the, the call to men, um, and it's it's just been a really really good vehicle for me and it's inspired a lot of the the vision and stuff that I have for the Sword Brothers group that I started. Um, it was something that was kind of in my mind, on my heart for quite a while, but I just didn't really know what to do with it. I had a small weekly uh, Bible study with some, some friends of mine, and we were pretty committed to it. And I was like, you know, how can, how can we make this more, you know, not just inviting more guys to it, but how can we make a larger impact with, with what we're doing here and the passion that we've got for Jesus? And then I discovered the pursuit of manliness, and I'm like, oh, he's doing it you know, and discovered a, a, quite a few other uh, groups and podcasts through that too. But so ju just that whole idea of, of trying to, you know, get, get men to, to kind of get off the couch, um, understand that, that they've got a calling, that they've got a purpose. Uh, that's always been a big passion of mine is to, to understand there's purpose to, to us being here. Um, we're not supposed to just survive. We're supposed to, to thrive. You know, uh, I read a phrase the other day that said, um, you know, when, when you're dead is when you're done, you know, uh, you, you just, there, there's a reason for you being here. And so that was kind of the fuel that fired that sword brothers group from the get go is just to try to communicate to other Christian men, um, you know, that there, there's a purpose, a higher calling that, that you've got. And let's try to fulfill that together. Let's, let's try to understand who we are, not just as individuals, but as, as a body of, of Christian men believers and what we can do to push back the gates of hell and change this world for the glory of Jesus. Amen. Well, I want to unpack that for just a minute because I'll have people every once in a while reach out to me and say, you know, Jared, I just, you know, I, I feel called into ministry. All right. I feel called into, you know, you feel that stirring. 
And oftentimes what you're feeling is uh, God stretching you out of your, you know, um, current state, whatever that is. Not that God doesn't call people to minister. I'm, I'm, I'm a testament to that, that I was a part of that, you know, God's call to ministry in an abnormal way. But what I often will tell guys is you need to maybe open up your garage, get out some folding chairs and just walk through scripture with some guys for a while. One, it will have some guys that you can pour into that you become accountable to because, you know, ministry or any walk of life, people are counting on you to do what you signed up to do. But two, it's going to stretch you and grow you. So let's go back to that. You had these guys that you're pouring into. Um, I think that can be an encouragement to some men who who are wrestling with that Hey, what's yeah. next? So a lot of times we think, well, let's just start a podcast. Well, maybe we start right. with just getting, you know, eight to 10 eyeballs looking back at us and we're walking through Philippians. So just, just, if you would bring us, pull the curtain back. What was that like? Well, the, the, the main thing was that I, I knew that a couple of these guys, um, the only time that they were getting into their Bible was when we were gathering together. And, and that's great. You know, that, that, that's great. But you need to be in it more often than that um, daily. You know, I'm, I'm just going to say it. You, you need to be in the word of God every single day. And I, I make no apologies for saying that because that's just the way it is. Um, and so I, I, I knew that, okay, so if I can help these guys understand that it's not a, and it's not, it's not, a, it's not a rule. It's not a, uh, a have to, it, it should be a want to. And so I really started thinking, okay, how can, how can we, we, we make this, you know, important to these guys. And so um, I figured, well, if they can see that there are other guys just like them that are, you know, g- really benefiting and growing and, and, and thriving because of the word of God that will inspire them to, to do more of the same. And it, and it did, and it did. So I figured, okay, well, let's, let, let's try to get more guys added to this. And so I think that the, the, the biggest thing to, to, to draw that back, the biggest thing was just, you know, communicating to this group of guys not only how important it is, but how important it is to do it collectively, how important it is to understand that there, there's a band of brothers, a huge band of brothers that you should be doing this so that you can help them, you know, and, and that sort of thing. I guess I kind of went off on a, a, a tangent there with, but that, that was the main thing is just understanding that the purpose is to, to, to serve Christ, but also to share that with other people. And if you're not in your word, what do you got to share? Yeah, you're exactly right. I think being in the word of God is a non-negotiable for Christians, let alone Christian men. I mean, if we're, if we're charged with leading our homes or leading our wife or children, and I know that's overwhelming to some guys. So we're just going to say it's hard. It's, it's impossible to lead your home if you're not in the word of God, you know, otherwise you're just, you're doing it by feeling or emotion or you're doing by tradition or what you saw good or bad of your childhood. But when you can, as we talk about building better men together, when you get men together and realize every man has something to add to the conversation, that's when it really, that's when it really takes off. And that's where something is stirred inside of men that says, man, I, I do have something of value. What Doug, mm-hmm. your strength may not be my strength, may not be someone else's strength, but we're, we're better together. Uh, what have you seen come from that, from that, as you started this sword brothers group and, um, you know, maybe some guys that you've been able to connect with because of this platform or community. 
One of the, one of the biggest things, um, a growing point for myself was, is that I, I'm not the only guy with the answers. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not the only one that, that is reading the Bible. I'm not the only one that, that, feels like he understands what, what the Bible is saying. There's a lot of guys that are way smarter, way more spiritual, way more in tune with what the Spirit is teaching them than I am. And it was really humbling to, to realize that. And, you, you know, I just, you know, full disclosure, I've, I wrestle with pride at times, you know, and so it's been really, really good to have this community of guys who are sharing the word um, and and pointing out some things that I, I didn't understand or I didn't know. And it also gives you a community of men that you can actually go to with questions. You know, hey guys, um, I was reading this today and I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty dumbfounded by what I'm reading here. What's your take on this? And so I think that the, one of the biggest advantages of having a group of guys like that is you have various, you know, avenues of input there. Um, we're, we're better together, man. You, you say it all the time. We are better together. Uh, like, because yeah, I might be weak over here, but this guy can kind of take up for me there and, and so on. So that's, it's, you, you can't overestimate the value of having a, a group of guys that are studying the word of God together. And it's not, you, you know, Paul said that the, the, the scripture is of no private interpretation. When God wrote it, he meant one thing when he said it. Um, but it might take multiple people to figure out and, and glean from that exactly what he's trying to communicate. So yeah, don't, don't try to do it by yourself, man. You, you'll be, you'll thrive in, in a group setting. You will. Yeah. There's that constant tension. There's, there's some guys I think that come to group settings. Um, wait, I'll, I'll back up. You and I had a connection prior to tribe. You know, we, we had connected because of sword brothers. Um, I, th- I think I remember like an image that you posted of like your, your daily devotion or something it had that logo on yeah. it. I'm like, okay, I want to know more, you know? And so as we connected, um, and then I've, I've been able to connect or get to know some of the guys that are in that group and realize is what we're craving for with pursuit of manliness that, you know, we are vigorously equipping men to pursue biblical manliness. And at the same time, hopefully changing the narrative and the conversation about what a Christian man is. It doesn't have to look like you and I, you know, it looks mm-hmm. like whatever you look like, but we have been created for so much more. And when you will humble yourself enough, and I say humble because I think some guys come to groups or discipleship or small group or whatever with the idea that they, they do have all the answers and they can't be taught anything. Mm-hmm. And then some guys go to those groups and say, well, I don't know anything, so I'm never going to speak up. And it doesn't matter what, where's, what spectrum you're on, we're all, we all should be teachable. And yeah. uh, that's one of the things I love from you, but also Sword Brothers and your engagement that has been in Tribe. As we've encountered a text, there's times where someone will post something and I'm like, I don't know. Like that wasn't what stood out to me. So if the word of the Lord is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, as you say, it has a meaning. It has a meaning and an intention. But the season I'm in life I'm in right now, verse three may have just punched me right in the face. And verse 17 to 19 to you may be something totally different that you've connected back to two months from now. Mm -hmm. That's how you get better together. So you're, you're doing that. You're encouraging these guys. You shared before we started that in many ways, this has become an outlet for you, for your faith. Could you just share with our listeners the value of, of that testimony constantly being shared? Yeah, it, it just, you know, it, it gives you just another platform, another avenue uh, to share what God is doing in your life. And and so I get really excited when, you know, I'll, 
I'll open the Bible for that day. And whatever it was that I was wrestling with that day or that week or something. And, you know, I take that to the Lord and I say, you know, and I give it to him. And then the next thing I read is it, it, it is the answer or, or, or the, you know, the encouragement that I needed for that specific thing. I mean, you guys that read the Bible, you know exactly what I'm talking about, you know, and you got to share that with somebody you, you have to. And so the, the, the sword brothers group has been a really good Avenue for that, where I can just reach out and say, wow, guys, you know, this is what the Lord has laid on my heart today. And I hope that it encourages you the same as it encourages me. And when we share that, when, when we speak that, when we, when we put that out there, it strengthens your faith. It really does. Um, and, and so that's, that's been hugely beneficial for me to just have that, that medium in order to, to share that with a lot of guys. Because I could go tell my wife, you know, I could hit up one buddy and tell him or something, but now I'm sharing it with 100 guys, you know, and so I'm going to get out of that 100 I might get maybe four guys replying back to me and sharing something similar or just, you know, adding to whatever it was that I said. So it's, it's, it strengthens your faith and in, in the fact that, that you can just proclaim the goodness of God and what he's doing for you and also have other guys respond with how he's doing the same for them. So well, you, and you just know, because it's not in, in your imagination, you know, it's, he's real. <laughs> well, and what you're saying you know, you're posting that not everyone gives you a virtual high five once you post it, right? Like yeah. there's guys that'll yeah. say, no, you know, or, you know, we have different translations. We have, so that's the beauty of it. If you really want to do grow, like if you really want to grow, first and foremost, I'd say, start with your own social media account. All you need is a birthday to have a social mm -hmm. media account. I mean, you don't yeah. have to have a group to do that. A group is a responsibility. It is certainly a responsibility and it's not, you know, a hundred people all sitting around telling you how wonderful you are. That, that's not right. the case at all. I've had plenty of people tell me I'm not as wonderful as I thought I was. And that's, <laughs> and that's certainly okay as well. I mean, I'm okay with that. Um, not everyone's going to like your tone. Not everyone's going to like your translation. Not everyone's going to like your approach. That's going to be okay. But what you're doing is you're putting this out there. And for some guys, um, that might be their verse of the day. For some guys, you know, you may post something. I'll go, where is that at? And I'll go to, uh, we read Second Thessalonians chapter three today. And I go there and go, wait, oh, I, never caught, I, never, I never caught that. You know, I never saw it that yeah. way. Um, or I like the way that, you know, I like the thought you connected to that. And, and, and that's how you build better people together. But what a platform we have is, is all the, all the stuff that can, comes with social media, whether you love it or hate it, it can be used for good if your approach mm -hmm. is, is, is a good approach, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, there's a lot of evils in the world, you know, when it comes to, to the social media stuff, but uh, yeah, it, it's a powerful tool in the hands of, of the almighty. And I think that, that also the, one of the benefits of the group is when you can get everybody like say reading the same portions of scripture every day, uh, like we're doing in tribe, you know, how beneficial is that to have this group of guys and you're all reading the same thing. So you're going to get all these different, these different takes. I mean, like you said that, well, that verse stood out to him, but this verse stood out to me, man, there's some words in one tiny verse and one word is what changes my life for that day. <laughs> And another word in that very same verse is what did it for another guy. And that's why scripture is so awesome. Um, and it's so powerful because there's so much there. There's no, I, I, I like to read. I read a lot. 
there's no other book I've ever come across mm. in all of my days that is anything like what we're reading here. And it's when you have a group of guys that are all, yeah, like I said, on the same page, reading the same thing so that you get all of these different testimonies of what that portion meant to each person. It's, it's very powerful, very, very powerful. Well, and that's the thing. If you want to grow in your faith, if you want to grow in your faith, some guys don't, some guys want to spend the rest of their life with don't, don't don't let me see nothing, hear nothing. I want to be as, I made a decision at 12 years old. I got baptized. I'm good. I'm done. I'm not going to deal with anything faith the rest of my life. I would say that's a dangerous place to be. But if you really want to grow in your faith and you're having that conviction, that wrestling in your soul, that there's got to be more to it than this, you got to get connected to people. You got to get connected to other human beings. And that idea of reading the same thing, like we have assigned reading that we do. The reason why we do that is because I know not every guy is reading it. I know not every guy is reading Second Thessalonians 3 today. They can't even find their Bible. They've lost it. They've been, on, they've been out of town for work. Not that we can travel anymore, but they've been doing things. And, and you may post something or I or someone else, and maybe that will spur them on to go, you know what? I got to get back in that. Because yeah. if you're going to grow, you got to stay connected to people who will help you grow. You do. You know, we are created for, for relationship. We just are. And it's not to say that you can't have some victories on your own, but you know, it's just, if, if you, if you really want, like you said, to grow in your faith, you know, you not only have to be in the word, but you have to be in the company of other believers. They just, they, they lift you up. It's, it's, it's so beneficial to have, uh, you know, Paul talks about how, you know, all of us together make up the body, you know? So if you're just by yourself, or there's just this foot walking around, you know, with no body attached to it, that doesn't, you know, and so the, the body is, is where we get our, our encouragement from. And, you know, especially in the context of men's ministry, everybody's favorite verse, you know, is iron sharpens iron, but, but it's true. It's absolutely true. Um, Even just one other guy that, that you can go to, and, you know, share your, your struggles, your problems with, and, and he can lift you up, you know, imagine that in a larger setting, that's what we're trying to achieve here is just a, you know, a whole bunch of guys that are just wanting to make each other better men. And it's, it's a phenomenal thing. I, I want to say this too. Um, I, I didn't think of it till literally right now. I rem- well, I remember a very first small group experience. I was dating what is now my wife and I went kicking and screaming. I think we were dating <laughs> or engaged. But I knew if I liked her, I was going to have to do this. And at, when the small group was over, um, I, I'm sure I didn't say a word. When the small group was over, all the ladies went into the kitchen to, I, I guess we had snacks or something. I don't know what they were doing. But I thought, you've got to be kidding me. Like, you're <laughs> leaving me here with all these guys. And I remember one guy in particular that was just, um, he was a dude. And he and I gravitated towards each other. And in that season of life, there's no reason why we should have befriended one another at all. Uh, because we're in just completely opposite ends of maturity. And I, I learned so much from just being around that guy. And I would say that with the world we live in right now, with all this virtual stuff, you know, we're, we're talking through Zoom, we're connected through Facebook, you know, we text each other, we've talked to each other on the phone, et cetera. Um, if you're apprehensive about community or small groups or whatever, try a group, try a closed yeah. group. Listen, they're not all great. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not endorsing or, you know, I'm endorsing sword brothers. Uh, but I'm saying you will get in some groups and go, Nope. And that's the same yeah. way with groups in general. Uh, it, it's more awkward to leave a, a, a group of at church and stop showing up at their house than it is to leave a, a Facebook group. So I'd say a Facebook group is a way uh, you talked about, 
a guy from Georgia you connected with. You know, you and I are connected to a guy in Belgium. You know, we're connected yeah. to a guy who was serving in Afghanistan. We're connected to – that would have never happened had we not put mm-hmm. ourselves out there and jumped into this. No, it, it wouldn't have. And, and you're right. Maybe every group isn't for you. So try another one, you know, yeah. but, but don't stop trying because not only, you know, there's two, two things you, you have to consider when you're, you're talking about a group, not just what can you get out of it, but you, you're there to give to other people too. Yeah. And, and we can't ever forget that. We can't forget that our, our role as servants. And so well, I don't really, you know, there's a couple guys in there that I'm just not really, well, serve them, you, you, you know, and also realize that in the context of many groups, all the other guys are feeling just as uneasy as you are about it, mm-hmm. whether it's a Facebook group or, a, you know, an actual live group, you know, we're guys. So, I mean, what guy, come on, honey, I'm going to take you to this men's group. You know, none of us are going to want to do that generally. But so, yeah, there's definitely benefit to, to be had but also consider your context in the situation and what can you add to that group? And maybe that's, maybe that's the role you're there to fulfill. Well, and I'll say this, you know, I, I know I said it earlier, but you know, to the, to the guy that's listening, it's going to jump in pursuit of manliness, sword brothers and other group. Um, just because you post something again, doesn't mean you get a bunch of virtual high fives. You know, no. if, there, if there's guys in a group, let's say your group, if there's guys in my group, that um, I know there have been guys in pursuit of manliness that have annoyed other people because those guys have reached out to me. Oh, what's the deal with so-and-so? I don't know. Ignore them. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's, a, right. it's an open thing. Anyone can do it. But listen, you do realize you, you annoy other people. Like, I mm-hmm. annoy people. I know it's hard. I cannot fathom that. But there are people <laughs> who just don't like me. And just, you know, when yeah. I post or whatever, I've had people reach out to me and call me out. That is okay. Maybe I needed that. You know, maybe I needed to be, you know, corrected or at least reframe my thinking. But mm-hmm. if the goal, the iron sharpens iron, which is our go-to verse of it is a clanging, it's wearing off. And we like to say that we don't like to experience that. Typically yeah. the leader of the group likes to be the one that says it's all clanging and it's a, da, da. but the leader doesn't want to be approached as, you know, that he's done anything wrong. Listen, I've had an I've had people reach out to me and say, I don't agree with that. I don't like the tone. I don't think that's appropriate. I think you were assuming. I think that's fair. And I may push back or I may just absorb it as feedback. But if you're not willing to get some pushback, you're not really wanting to grow very much. You're just wanting to get a platform. And that's a dangerous place to be. Yes, it is. And like you said about everything you post isn't going to get all these virtual high fives. Well, if that's what you're looking for anyway, then, you know, I mean, you're, you're kind of, kind of, sniffing around the wrong thing there anyway. Um, but it is cool. You know, when you do post something and you get a lot of good feedback from it, of course, that's, that's awesome, you know, but that, that's not the purpose of it. You know, we're, we, we do it to, to bring glory to Jesus. And yeah, if we get a little pat on the back because of it, you know, it's that, that's just a byproduct of it, I guess. But yeah, but yeah we say- everybody's, Everybody's not going to like everything you say, everything, you know, I'm sure there's people out there that are pretty annoyed by me too. And like I was telling you earlier about, you know, posting videos on that Sword Brothers thing. Um, You know, one thing I learned from TJ Clayton there in Tribe was that don't watch your video before you post it. Just be real, be genuine, and then just post it before you even watch it. And I was like, I don't know if I can do that. And so I started doing just that. And half the time, I won't even go back and watch the video after I post it um, because it's probably going to be cringeworthy for me because I have to see my mug every day. So, but 
yeah, just be, just be genuine and, and be real and just communicate what you feel the spirit is laying on your heart. And if somebody doesn't like it, you know, and if they come to you with some, with some critique, well, you, you take it with a grain of salt. Maybe what they're saying is, is true. And maybe it's not, everybody's not going to like everything you do. Well, and that's, that's the thing, the world we live in, you know, I talk about, you know, Jop who lives in Belgium. We've talked about other guys that, you got to remember everyone's living in a different culture. You know, you're in Kansas city. I'm in Indianapolis. I've, I've been in both places. They're not that far. You have better barbecue than us, but it's not oh, that yeah. far removed, but we've had no. people on the West coast. We've had people on the East coast. I've had people, you know, all double in Ireland, you know, we have all over the place. Um, a guy in Australia, whatever, uh, their culture is going to be different. So their approach, but that's what makes you better. And I think that's the heart of what we're trying to, you know, the conversation we're having now is, man, I want to mm-hmm. encourage you get in a group. And, and, and engage in the group, you know, um, when you, cause we, here's the heart. We all have people who depend on us to get this right. I have people yes. not right now, but typically living on the other side of this wall, they're out on a bike ride right now. And Doug, I know you got a new addition to your family. Those mm-hmm. people, their eyeballs are watching us. We have people who depend on us to get this right. And the investments you have made into me and other men, whether it's your group, tribe, wherever, I'm a better man because of it. And I would not have gotten that otherwise because our path would not have ever crossed. Right. Right. And, and well, when you, you mentioned that we're, we're going through the, the books of the first and second Thessalonians there in tribe and, you know, look at how many times Paul talked about, you know, be imitators of us. And that wasn't a prideful thing. He was, it, it was legit. You know, he said, this is how we've been living. And that's, we're living this way because of Jesus. You need to kind of imitate this. So in, in the group context that we've been talking about, that's another one of the benefits that you get is, is you get to see how other guys are doing this. I don't know what I'm doing half the time. You know, I, I'm just trying to figure this out just like everybody else is, um, you, you know, a day-to-day thing. And, you know, just trying to become more progressively Christ-like, honest and real. That, that's what I'm after. And I know plenty of guys who model that. And when Joe isn't modeling it, well, Jimmy is. And when Jimmy's not modeling it, you know, this guy is. And so when, you, when you've got a larger context of guys to, to, to view from, you're constantly going to have somebody that's lifting you up. And I think that's one of the reasons it's so important. Every guy in that group is not on all the time but there's a pretty darn good chance that on any given day, at least one of them is. And so yep. when you, when you're in that, that group, you're constantly getting fed from, from somebody and, and it's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you will just like in real life gravitate towards certain people or certain mm-hmm. people's content, you know, and tribe. one of the things we do is video challenges. And I know you guys have postings and things. So certain guys, you'll see, Hey, so-and-so posts. You're like, Oh yeah, I'm checking that out. Um, you know, you just, you just know that, but man, I'm telling you, and I've learned this in a humble way in pursuit of manliness and in tribe that there'll be guys who will surprise you and they're quiet and they'll drop something. You're like, wow, I never thought of that. The other value that we have is because you share, you have a new title, uh, to my knowledge, it's new. I think it's new. Um, but every once in a while we're going through something and it is, there's something in the power of having men all across wherever praying for you for whatever you're going through. Uh, you just had a new addition to your home and, uh, and that's pretty exciting, but you shared that with us. Can you just give us a snapshot of the last couple weeks of what's going on there? Yeah. It's, it's, it's been, it's been a roller coaster. Um, you know, my son 
has just uh, brought my first grandchild, you know, into our lives. And what a beautiful little boy that is. But it, it was it was really cool um, to be able to share the, this this journey with with tribe especially uh, because there were some touch and go moments where things weren't going right with mom you know and and with the baby and stuff and so I got to reach out to the tribe and say hey this is what's going on can you guys all please pray and even more awesome was was the answer to prayers coming and being able to share that with the guys to increase their faith hey you were praying for this and guess what God did it you know mm. and so it, it was it was really cool to be able to to have that band of brothers to kind of walk through this thing with me and stuff and now the little guy is here and and he's doing well and every little speed bump or issue that was uh, that that came our way uh, God God brought him through every bit of that. So yeah, my, my son and his girl are, are staying with us right now. Um, that was my wife's idea. And just to, to bring them home so we can help them out for their first year of, of having this baby and stuff. Yeah. And it's great having them here. Um, what's really odd though, is that we're all quarantined together. And I just stopped working um, just this week. And so I've still kind of been out in the world. I haven't been going to stores or anything like that, but I've been going to my place of employment. And so I haven't even been able to hold my grandson yet. You know, um, we just haven't been comfortable with me being that close to him yet and stuff until I've been locked up a little bit longer and make sure I'm not sick or something. But so, yeah, I get to see him every day. But, yeah, I have yet to even hold the little guy. But he's he's awesome. You know, everybody has always told me. Um, Oh, just wait till you're a grandfather. It's so awesome. Like I, I, you know, you can't understand that until you're there. And then, yeah, now I got this little guy and I'm just, I'm stoked. I'm stoked about it. And, and realizing, you know, back to, to something that you said a bit ago is that there's people depending on us to get this right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, now I've got two generations underneath me in my household that, that are trusting me to do this thing right. Um, you know, my son's going to benefit from, from my life and his son because of that. So it's, it's a, a really cool thing. I, I, I like, you know, having to be accountable. It, it, it keeps me on track. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. That's what's been going on the past couple of weeks. I got a grandson. That's awesome. <laughs> the, I, I Theodore, just... Theodore Wolf is his name. What a name. I know, right? That dude, that dude's going to do something. Mm -hmm. Wait till he gets full named at the DMV. Theodore Wolf. Yeah. Man, that's going to be cool. Um, yeah. I just Googled it because I couldn't remember it. But Matthew 10, uh, Jesus talks about shaking the dust off your feet. When you leave a town, you leave a place, you leave a whatever. Um, you know, we're in a time right now, you referenced uh, coronavirus. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast three years later, we had a coronavirus in 2020. Yeah, um, it was bad. It, it was bad. And so you're talking about, you know, uh, you, know we, you and I talked before we started this podcast that, you know, you've changed your work and what you're doing because you don't want to bring that stuff into home. You have a precious life that's living there that's very vulnerable to anything that's coming into home, let alone a coronavirus. But it's a good reminder as men that we're picking up dust wherever we go, whether it's conversations mm -hmm. here, whatever. And as we enter back into our homes, we need to shake the dust off our feet because there are people, your wife, your son, um, you know, all those things that they are going to absorb the dust of your day if we're not intentional with what we're bringing in, which is another reminder of why we need men to help us become better men of God because the day will beat you down. There's just some days it is, you just, you just take a beating. You take one on the chin. You're like, wow, we really took one on the chin today. 
but you need to know that you can turn to some guys somewhere, whether it's a group that meets in your garage, it, whether it's a virtual group, a Zoom group, whatever, that you have guys that can go, yeah, we've been there. You know, yesterday you and I were praying for a guy, um, I assume in Florida, um, I don't know where, but um, we got a message that um, someone checked on someone who um, had suicidal thoughts. And yeah. here again, we're, yeah. we're, we're interceding uh, before the throne of God for someone that you and I don't, we've never met. We don't know the guy. I couldn't even tell you where, necessarily where he lives. But again, the power that someone has a place to turn to go, hey, I got a friend who, or hey, I'm going through something who. You know, we prayed for one guy's grandma or mother-in-law mm-hmm. to grandma. I don't even know. But, but that idea that you can have a band of brothers shoulder to shoulder with you to say, we're all moving the same direction to, together. That's powerful. That's the power of collective character. And that's what you're trying to do with sword brothers, man. Mm-hmm. Would you explain to me the acronym sword? Um, I have it, but would you explain it to the listeners? Yeah, you bet. Um, I, I kind of came, you know, it, it came from a book, uh, author Stephen Lawhead. He wrote this, this book called the paradise war long time ago. And, you know, it's, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Stephen Lawhead, but he writes kind of fantasy, you know, medieval um, sort of fiction. And, and he used the term, uh, you know, about these, these soldiers, these warriors that, that fought together. You know, the guy, you know, to your left and to your right, they're your sword brothers. And so the, the term has just been with me for years and years. Um, and I've always, you know, affectionately referred to my own little band of brothers as that. And I was like, well, let's make it larger. Um, but I was like, well, in normal Doug fashion, I need to make this stand for something, you know, I can't just, and so it it means, uh, you know, service, worship, obedience, responsibility, and discipleship. And it, it took me a while to think through those because I wanted, you know, I could, I could have picked so many other words for all those letters, but at the end of the day, I think that that really encapsulates what, what I'm striving for in my own personal life and what I think um, really outlines the good qualities of a, of a biblical man. You know, we serve others. You know, that is second only to loving God himself is, is loving other people. And then we worship, obviously. And if you're not, if you're not worshiping God, then, you know, what have you? it's, it's, he is God and, and he, he requires our worship. Um, and if, so if we're not aligning everything else in our lives with that, then everything else is going to fall apart. And then obedience comes right after that. You know, we, we, we hear the word of God and we obey it. Just, just being a, a hearer of the word only, you know, that, that, that's not the whole, the whole game. It's, it's doing it in obeying his word. And then responsibility. I mean, that is huge, especially in the life of a Christian man, that, that we responsibly steward everything that he has given under our care. And then discipleship, we teach other guys to do the same thing. And so we're, we're not supposed to hoard this. We're not supposed to keep this a secret. Whatever Jesus is doing through us, we, we need to, to share that with other guys. And bring them alongside and say, Hey man, check this out and improve their lives too. You know, you, you said something when I very first came to to know you in no pursuit of manliness, one of the phrases that you said has just been so life-changing to me. You add value, you add value to the lives around you in every situation, every conversation, every you know, circumstance that you find yourself in, are you adding value to that? 
or are you making it worse? And that's huge. And so that's, that's where, where all of this kind of came from was just trying to become the man that Christ made you to be, which is a man that adds value to every situation. Well, I think that, that last letter, the D, the discipleship, is one of the th- reasons why we don't disciple or we don't engage in stuff like this or we don't. Men need to realize every man has something of value. And, and that's one of the things we talk about yes. inventory in your life. If you look back on your life, I mentioned that guy in that very first small group. Um, man, there's no reason why he was in my life at that time. And God has always placed people in my life at just the right time. And what I can do is I can look back, I can learn from them and say, okay, that person added value to me when I didn't expect it, or maybe even in the moment didn't even recognize it. Um, how can I add value to my neighborhood? How do I add value when I come home? Because I think sometimes we've convinced ourselves just being home is good enough. Um, ask your wife. That's probably not sufficient. You know, just, hey, no. well, at least he's here. You know, at least he's not out running around. At least he's not. Yeah. I know, but you're frustrating the tar out of everyone in the house because you're here and you're eating Cheetos and you're just watching yep. TV and you know, do you add value? And, and sometimes I think men struggle with relationships because all we do is take. We, we, mm-hmm. we use people like an ATM. And when that thing runs dry, we get mad and walk away and say, you didn't give enough. If you're a man that adds value, you know that when I'm adding value, like you, Doug, I'm going to get it in return. Like it's very cyclical here. That's why we talk about tribe is very circular here. Like as you said a minute ago about they're not just learning from you. Those guys in tribe, they don't just learn from me. You know, as a matter of fact, at the end, we'll say, hey, who did you really learn from? Who did? I'm rarely referenced, but that's the point. Right. I want you to be around. Uh, it's not about me. It's about you. It's about the guy next to you because we have people who depend on us. And um, if you're hopping on Zoom calls or doing challenges and you're just as big a jerk as you were four months ago, we're failing you. You know, like we got to get us around better people. And when we do that, man, I just want to encourage you guys with that. There's so much power in the collective character of being around men who say, man, I want to get it right too. I don't have all the answers, but doggone it if I'm not going to try to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right with the, especially like in the context of the tribe group. Um, no, you're, you, you, don't, you don't even really run that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's everybody does. And that's what's so special about it. Uh, you know, you might have come up with it and, and started the thing, but every guy, is, you know, I mean, we've got some of the guys, I mean, old Macintosh there, yeah, he's been really super busy with school and stuff, but that dude, man, you can't <laughs> slow that boy down. And, and so uh, you, when you get some guys like that in there, yeah, you, you don't really have to do much. You know, you kind of set forth, this is the goal for the week or whatever. This is the challenge for the week. And then everybody else just, just takes it. And I've learned so much from those guys, you know, and so just, so inspirational to watch some of them, even just in the short time that I've known them, the, the growth that I see, right. it's, it's phenomenal. It's so, so, so cool. And that, again, is another benefit from being in a group like that is you get to watch God change other lives. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. And what, what's really cool for me is because this is the way it's set up. I have to become friends with you guys on Facebook to add you to the group. You know, it's not mm-hmm. me trying to have a, a Ponzi scheme to get a whole bunch of Facebook friends. But, right. I do that. but so what happens is I will naturally become friends with all you guys. But what I love <laughs> is when I see you guys becoming friends with one another. And when you're friends with one another mm-hmm. and I, you know, I got a guy help me out with a project right now and he's friends with a guy that I'm friends with. And so there really is this, this band of brothers of like, Hey man, we're all in this together. We're all trying to get better. And so if tribe or sword brothers, pursuit of manliness, whatever can be a, a, a ground where you meet people um, and you, and you approach it with the right intent, there's unbelievable value in there. 
you know, to have, um, I, what's cool. And I know it happens with sword brothers too, is, is when these guys want to meet up, they're like, Hey, we, yeah. we, you know, we've done this, this thing on computer long enough and mm-hmm. they'll drive out of their way. If you come here, I'll buy you barbecue, the best place we got. Um, so I, I will break bread together or we'll go, you know, they'll go hang out somewhere or, Hey, I'm passing through town. Let's make sure we connect those guys. The reason why that's so important is because I want you to be connected. All of you guys listening to your local church, but I know some of you are, are in local churches where you're really struggling to find solid male relationships. I, that's one of the reasons why tribe really took off when it did, because we knew there were people it just didn't have that. Yeah. This can be a supplement to your local church. Mm-hmm. This can be in addition to, so you're getting equipped through sword brothers and you're on fire and you're loving the verse today, whatever, man, as a pastor, I want guys that do that. Cause you're going to walk into my church on fire. Yeah. And now we're going to change some lives. Now we're going to do oh, something. Yeah. But that guy that's sitting there playing video, playing games on his cell phone during church, or he's on, you know, playing spin the wheel, you know, Farmville, whatever, you know, I, I, like, I can get anybody to do that. I can bring the fifth yeah. graders in and have them do that. I, yeah. We need men. And that's where a revival starts. When men decide, First uh, Kings 2-2, two, two, uh, be strong and show yourself a man. That's what, I, that's mm-hmm. what we want to do. That's exactly what we want to do. And, and I think that, yeah, groups like this, like if you don't have a good, uh, you, you know, a lot of churches don't even have a men's group, period. You know, uh, the church I attend is really small. Um, when I say really small, I mean really small. So when we do our, our men's group, there's generally four guys there, which is great. You know, I, I, there's no problem with that or anything. Right. Um, but I, I need more than that. I do, you know, hence me being in tribe, hence me, you know, creating this sword brothers thing. Um, just because I, I, I just needed more and, and I'm getting it. And, and that's the great thing. And one thing that, that, I didn't really realize, I guess maybe I was out of the game for a minute or something. The men's movement right now is pretty huge. It's, it's enormous. And I don't know if it's just because the onset of all the social media platforms we have now or what, but there's, there's a lot of men on fire for Jesus right now Mm -hmm. and they're sharing it and they're doing something about it. And it's, it's so great to see that. And, and I didn't realize that until I started going down this rabbit hole of all these different podcasts and stuff that are going on right now. And there's, there's so many good ones. Um, but yeah, there's a movement, man. And I want in, I want to be a part of that. I do not want to watch this thing pass me by. You know, you read in the Proverbs, a little folding of the hands, a little sleep, you know, that's not me, man. No, I, if there's some action, I want to be there. And (laughs) Sometimes that's a setback to me, but um, no, if, if, if God is doing something in the men of this world, I'm going to be, I'm going to be in there. Yeah. It's that idea that if you're shopping for a specific type of car, that's the only car you notice on the road all of a sudden. Yeah, you're like, yeah. You know, I, I think you're right. When pursuit of manliness started one, I didn't want to use the word manliness because of art of manliness. And I didn't want to be a right. Christian knockoff of, and I've had people go, Hey, that, that manliness thing. I'm like, that's not me. Right. Like, mm-hmm. um, I didn't want to use that word, but it, as we were, as I was wrestling through that, I kept going back to that word. And so, uh, I'm with you. I didn't know all these things were out there. I honestly did not because my intent was not to, hey, I'm going to get all the balls into my corner. That was not the plan. The plan was, man, we need something. And I remember talking to some guys in the church I was serving at the time and just kind of planting the seed. Again, I did this anonymously in the beginning, but it, I struggled to find men who went, yeah, let's do this. 
And I did. I had guys who were really excited for me to jump out of the airplane, but I didn't necessarily have guys that were going to, were jumping with me, you know? And so yeah. once you jump, you're like, Oh, here we go. Um, and I knew right away, like I needed to find really good men and I wasn't going to, I can't, you know, I'm not going to do a Google search for that, you know? So right. what I had to do is I had to create, I want to create environments where you attract that idea and go, okay, who, how am I wired? What do I do? You know, I record everything out of a garage here. So I'm going to attract that, that idea. If you're looking for high church, high, whatever, I'm not your guy, you know? And if yeah. that's, you know, same way with what you do, you're going to attract certain people. And so what we find is as we notice those cars on the road, we realize it is happening and I'm with you. I want to mm -hmm. be a part of it. It doesn't yeah. have to be about me. It doesn't no. have to be about me, man, at, at all. It can be, Hey, let's just, if, if, if one home, is changed because of this, man. That's a win. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that we talk about this a lot, or you talk about this a lot, that, you know, if your wife will be on board with all of this kind of stuff because it's making you a better man. And if, if whatever you're involved in is not making you a better man, maybe it's not the right thing, you know? And so, yeah, I think that the, the, the key is, is just to be genuine. You know, if you're genuine, you're going to attract uh, other people to it. You are. You you don't have to put on these uh, a program. You don't have to 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 j just be real. Just be real because that's what guys want. We we just want real, authentic relationships. And once you find that, you kind of hold on to it. I mean, men, we dig in when we get a buddy. We're he's probably going to be your buddy for the rest of your life, generally speaking. And so if, if you just be real and you just communicate your heart, the, the, the way that it truly is, you, you will attract other guys to it. You will. Well, you're certainly doing that. I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate the fact, you know, we're uh, brothers in Christ. Um, man, I just, anytime I've connected with you on any level, I, I feel better because of the connection. Uh, where can, I well, appreciate that. Where, where, where can, where should guys go if they go, Hey, Sword Brothers, man, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I want to find out more. Man, I hope you just flood this group because there's really, um, if you like Pursuit of Manliness, I think you're going to love Sword Brothers, what he's doing. So, Doug, where, would, where do you send them? It's just the, the Facebook group. Uh, there's actual, you know, how Facebook works. There's an actual Sword Brothers page. Um, and then there's the option to join the, the, the private group on there. Um, and I, I encourage anybody listening to do it just because I'd like to see more men interacting on that page. And, you know, there's no podcast associated with it yet or, or anything like that. I don't know what the future holds, but right now, yeah, it's just another platform just to share with what God's doing in your life and, and for you to encourage other brothers in the faith. And so the Sword Brothers uh, group is, is where you will find us. There's also an Instagram too, but that's more just sharing, you know, scripture of the day and stuff like that. But. I'm trying to get Doug to be my full-time co-host on this podcast so we can. Yeah, that'd be fun. Pursuit of sword brothers. Now, I don't know. We'll figure <laughs> out something, man. Yeah. But man, I, Doug, I can't thank you enough. I appreciate that. I'm going to put the links wherever I post the content here of, of sword brothers and stuff. And um, man, thanks for making time to be on the show today. Oh, thanks for having me, man. It's always just fun to, to just sit and talk with you, you know, whether you hit record or not, it's just cool <laughs> just to have a conversation with you.